The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. I'm joined by Richie Oakley, former Business Post editor now with the PR firm Murray Group and Ali Ryan, entrepreneur and founder of Goss.ie to look at the stories making the news today. And we start with the continuing saga that is Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby. Uh, Not so much Holly Willoughby, Philip Schofield and everybody else associated with This Morning and everything that went on there. He, of course, did uh, two interviews, one with the Sun newspaper, which was videotaped and which uh, did the rounds on social media as well as within the newspaper and one with the BBC. Undoubtedly his objective was that this would put the whole thing to bed and he might get left alone. Ali, did he succeed, do you think? This is very reminiscent of Prince Andrew's interview, I think. I think people need to take a little bit more time before they go on the self-destruct button. It's interesting because when he got let go from uh, this morning, his agents let him go in the same day. So I actually don't know if he's anyone helping him with this. Is he just saying yes to everything? Also, if I was your PR, like, get rid of the vape. Have you seen the vape and all the interviews? It's really interesting. So Sorry, now just to clarify, this is, he's being interviewed by The Sun and as he's being interviewed, he is vaping, vaping. Just vaping away, which makes him just look more guilty, to be honest, in my opinion. He just looks so fidgety. Um, so yeah, basically this story that there was a young runner on the show and had he had been moved off the show after a romance with Philip. That story has been around for about three or four years. Like I have known about this story. So many people in the UK have known this story. People in TV offices have known this story. So it's very interesting to see this all play out and everyone to pretend that they've never heard of this story. Because if I heard of it, it doesn't make sense that people on his own team didn't know about it. So this was known a long time ago. And then when Philip Schofield came out which is about two years ago now, the rumour at the time was that all of this was going to come up. So he wanted to get ahead of it, jump on it and announce the news. He did announce the news. It was very lovely. Him and him and Holly had a lovely chat on the couch. It was all nice. With Eamon and Ruth all getting along With, tremendously know, well, despite that. the resentments remember that we subsequently that. discovered. Um, so they all got along well and subsequently the runner was promoted in inverted commas to Loose Women, a completely different show. And now he actually doesn't work there. He works in a pub somewhere else. So he just left. He was like, I'm done with this. So it's been interesting to see it play out, but obviously people would probably know that a couple of weeks ago his brother was jailed um, for, I think, it was basically um, child child molestation. And I think what's after happening is he knew it was just too close to the bone that is in this story was just going to come out. And a couple of days after that uh, sentence, a story came out in the mail, very veiled, saying, oh, mysteriously, a young runner was moved and then just has kind of all blown up since then. So it's turned into... Kind of he said, she said, as in in the interview with BBC, Philip was basically saying everything you've heard, it's not true. I didn't groom him. Yeah, I met him in a school when he was 15, but that's not grooming. And one of the big things that came out of the BBC interview, everyone's saying that he just did not take any responsibility because it doesn't, he's focusing on the age too much, I think, in my opinion, because he's like, we didn't do anything when he was 15. It was when he was 20. But at the end of the day, it's an abuse of power situation. He was he, a 20 year old junior staffer, probably yeah. facilitated into the job by you, who was at the time in your late 50s. And, and he the admitted most that he did. He said that he brought him in for a workday experience when he was in his teens as well. And in the interview, he likened himself to Caroline Flack. He was like, I know how she feels now. My daughters have been on suicide watches has been so hard for me. Again, I don't think that's the way to do this. I think, but that come may, on. Undoubtedly, that may be true. I mean, the, the level of pressure, whatever the merits of the story, the level of pressure that the man must be under must be extraordinary. 
I mean, every tabloid yeah. journalist breathing down your neck, all of social media breathing and down your neck. And he's lost literally the biggest gig in television. Like the money that they are on, like it's minimum a million a year. And that's before you're looking at the deals that they have. And then the soap awards, the cube. I mean, Philip was basically on every single show oh, and show on up to the opening of a supermarket yeah. and pocket so however much. So his career much. is absolutely in tatters. Now, this brings up the careers of those around him, Richie. If, if they hired you in and said, we need some <laughs> advice because there is, I think the technical term, <laughs> blowback on the way. So there are the careers yeah. of the producers involved, there are the careers of the senior executives involved and there is the career of Holly Willoughby involved. What of their future? Yeah, I mean, that's where the the, the, the focus seems to be now of, of who, who knew what, how much... Uh, when when they learned of it first and they did their initial investigations or, or initial inquiries that led to no conclusion uh, or the conclusion that everything was fine that there was nothing to see here who was in charge of that how did that process go I mean you'd be asking them to tell you tell you everything show you everything show you all the emails and, and try and figure out from there to see was it adequate I mean you can you can do inquiries up to a point and if, but if you know, people are telling the you the nature of the inquiry the he explained it during yeah. the, like the two interview phone calls. if somebody asked him are you having an affair with this man and Philip said no yeah, no tick that box and move on so that's not going to stand up to any type of um, kind of scrutiny I thought it was interesting when in the beginning even his first statement I mean you know when you have to put the phrase but not illegal into a into a press release you know you're in in in, in difficult quarters um, and the idea this this idea like that it's you know people in in power in a place of work like you just do not do this you can, you just do not go there with younger staff you know members of, of staff especially when you're you're in a very influential position but again the ability of uh people in powerful positions men in particular to just press the self destruct button and, and and ignore all the probably brilliant kind of instincts and stuff that got them to that position is just extraordinary this is another example of it and we've seen numerous examples of this in the corporate world he also added a layer to this, which because uh, it's one of those things where you think every time this is beginning to die down, Schofield largely comes in and pours mm. more fuel onto it. In the midst of his interview, he declared that he wasn't separate. He was separated from his wife, but still very much together. Yeah, and he still is wearing his wedding ring. I don't know if you noticed that. He still wears the wedding ring. And then he, it's very complicated because he's saying that they basically weren't together, but they were together. And now they're still together, but they're not together. And they asked in the interview, has he had any other relationships with another man? And he was like, I'm not going to go there. I'm not talking about it. Like as if this uh, like runner was the only thing that's ever happened in his life. But he, we all know he's come out and he said he's gay. We he can all expect he's in you know, the, relationships. The, the, the line is that he has accepted that this is the end that his career is over but you'd wonder from that interview does he think if I you know if I keep talking about it two years down the line could I, could I start to come back could in he so, in some, uh, I don't think so I disagree Straight. I think we were talking about this outside I think so many men come back after things like this he'll have a best selling autobiography he'll sit down with Piers Morgan I don't know he'll do something the fact that he's reacted so Hang quickly on, who has come back from something like this Multiple people. Oh, from this? Have they who? There's so many people even in this industry who have been accused of certain things, who've lost shows, for example, that are coming back right now without going into well, detail. Yes, the lawyer in me is beginning <laughs> yeah, to sweat. Yeah. As you but say. Example, Moving on quickly. For example, <laughs> Let's like take a comedian maybe who was accused of certain misappropriate but if you take Let's take Louis C.K. as a case in point. Yeah. Louis C.K. came back, but he came back to a much lesser version of himself where he's effectively selling mm. his wares online. The same... You know, See, a, that's the thing. You can come back and... You know, do you remember even Kate Moss, right? Do you remember that whole scandal, the drug scandal, and she got dropped from every single 
every single job she had she came back because people love a fallen hero at the end of the day they do the other the thing though just to go back to Holly right because I think this is the main question at the moment right is what's going to happen to her it's not a bank holiday in the UK so she is on the show on Monday so anyone listening who wants to see what happens I was reading a couple of articles last night from people that are kind of in the know and nobody knows yet if Holly's actually going to talk about it yet and if she is what she's going to say although it has to be said the one thing that he made absolutely clear in the interview was that um, she hadn't not only hadn't been aware of anything, but had been lied to and misled. We will keep an eye out anyway and see what happens uh, on Monday when she goes back to the show. There is, of course, other news occurring uh, closer to home. Amongst it, the update on Enoch Burke, Richie. This is that Enoch Burke term has finished for Enoch, which means he's decided he can take the summer off from standing outside the school. He hasn't decided whether or not he's going to be back in September. Yeah, unfortunately for, for for the rest of it, he hasn't ruled out re- returning. Um, it, it it's a it's a bizarre bizarre episode from from start to finish. Um, obviously, there's a court order. He's defying that. He's insisting he, he needs to go back to school, but uh, and he's kind of saying I should be in there teaching. But I mean, even if you don't start at the beginning, if you have a teacher who's not able to comply with a court order, I'm not pretty. I'm not sure that they would qualify to still to still be a teacher. So, so that's where it is. I mean, he's continuing to get a significant amount of um, publicity, w- whether or not it's helping his, his cause, in inverted commas, uh, as he sees it. Um, I think the facts of the case are, are pretty clear at this stage. Um, the court has made a, a, a ruling. Um, you know, you comply with the court and then that, 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 that's it. Um, you know, he, he, he kind of talks about being oppressed, not getting his views across. And he, here, here's another half page in, in, in a national broadsheet newspaper. But um, but at what price? Like, I mean, I mean uh, literally uh, at what price? Price to, price to himself, but, but also, you know... But hundreds of thousands of euros, legal bills and the, the fines now are But there's a school here that's trying trying to operate um, that have done, the, the, you know, have gone through the courts and have got, have got a ruling in their favour. And there's kids in this school as well who are trying to go into school. And this is just kind of a... A damaging sideshow that's going on at the moment. Um, so it, it's 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 a bizarre case, really. Um, but the bit that I suppose, yeah. Ali, is that everybody wants to know is how does this eventually come to a conclusion? Because we can't, or can we, well, be the, in the a situation fines, where the fines are racking up? But know? this is the thing: ten years from now, will we still have Enoch Burke sitting outside? See, the, school the thing is, no as well, works? is because this is a civil matter and it's not criminal, right? We're relying on high court injunctions, which sounds really serious and scary. But he hasn't done any criminal act, so like the likelihood of him con- consistently being brought back to jail is actually unlikely. Yes, he's gonna. He could pay a euro a day for the rest of his life, to be honest, and still be paying the fees. It's difficult when it's civil and with injunctions as well. Most courts, but won't. from a person personal perspective from his perspective he, he can't live a life continuing to stand I think for him he sees work. himself as this untrained hero that's out there trying to protect people's rights but the ir- irony with this entire situation he keeps talking about the Irish constitution and how it's against his rights but what he did to that student and what happened there is also against the student's rights so at the end of the day the constitutional rights have to be balanced so his his argument isn't even true well, I it, think well, he it, could it, honestly it, be it, there well, Just to clarify what he did in relation to his employment in the school is, is an issue as I understand it he didn't have any direct engagement with the student in, in question yeah. himself so do we know at this stage how much money he is likely to have racked up in total fines. It's 90,000 90, at the moment. Now the good and still th- ongoing if he goes back in September. Yeah, now the good thing is obviously we have the summer break. I'm hoping he has a good think over the summer break and really thinks about things. But obviously there's rumours that he's being funded and stuff like that. So I don't know how much the money matters to him. I really think the principle matters to him more and maybe there's no price on that. 
Final thing then is a story that I find uh, deeply worrying. Maybe I'm alone in this, but it has that end of days Terminator feeling <laughs> to it. Richie, this is the story about now. It is it is a simulation, but nonetheless, it is AI killing its handler in the US military. Yeah, so like we all know like the I mean, anyone who's who's messed around with AI in the last while can see the threat to like you know a lot of the things that we do. I mean, there's a, there's a company in, in Dublin with a, with an, an AI press release uh, generator, uh, and you know people have said, look, you know it's 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 not actually going to be the AI that takes people's jobs. It's the person who's able to use AI better than you. So I think we all just need to get used to using it to the best of its ability and things. But then there have been experts oh, out no, saying, no, hang on, hang on. If you're a graphic designer. And if I can use AI and say, make me a design that has this emotional content and follows the featuring images, how are you not losing your job? If you're a musician and you make commercial music and I say, make me a music that sounds like this and that hits these notes, how are you not losing your job? Well, I think it's it's, it's the next level up in terms of the expertise of knowing the rules. So, f- so for a journalist, like AI, AI could potentially write an article, but it can't check it to make sure it's right. It can't make follow-up phone calls. It can't take it to the next level. It can't edit it properly. Uh, you know the Irish that, Times had recent experience that's, 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 yeah. that's my story that's my line and I'm sticking to it <laughs> but on this um, so people have come out and say look AI is a threat to humanity and look that's very very hard for people to join the dots but the theory there is that it becomes so clever and so good that it just ignores humans and starts doing doing its own thing and potentially part of that could be get rid of the humans so this is a story in the American uh, forces have been experimenting with this it's denied by them but uh, unfortunately, for the, for their denial, there there is a, a series of quotes here from uh, <laughs> a colonel, and uh, now they're saying he's been taken out of context. But basically, what he said was they had been training a, a drone to ki- to 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 do a certain mission to target surfaced air missiles, and if it did it right, it would get points. And uh, sometimes it would be told, you know, take out the, the target. Sometimes it would be told, don't. And it started to realise that the operator, when it was telling it not to take out these things, um, that uh, it was preventing it from getting points. So apparently it decided, I'm going to take out the, the operator who, who, who wasn't real. There's no one, there's no one been harmed in this. But so it took out the, the operator. Uh, and then uh, this Colonel Tucker, Cinco Hamilton is his name. He said, we trained the system. Hey, don't kill the operator. <laughs> Uh, you're going to lose points if you do that. So then it decided, right, okay, well, if I lose points, if I don't, get, it then decided I'm going to target the communication tower. And it took out the communication tower that was telling it not to kill the, the operator because it w- would lose points. Now, it, I do have to stress, this has all been denied. This never happened. We'd never be doing anything like this. But... For well, the US military happen. is not known for immediately coming no. out and saying, well, well actually, colonel, yeah, all of that they, is true. They, 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 they said the colonel's comments were taken out of context and were meant to be anecdotal. But look... If even as an anecdote, that's as a, terrifying. That, that, that was the point I was going to make. Even as an anecdote, yeah. This. Have we not all seen iRobot and Terminator? Honestly, the thing as well, I don't know if you had seen Sam Altman, the chief executive of OpenAI. He was at the US Senate a couple of weeks ago and there was like this five hour conversation and he was literally begging the US government for protocol, for legislation to protect um, basically the, feder- the federal government taking on AI and using it as weapons. And he's the one in charge and he was worried. Then the head of Microsoft AI came out and said, we need a six month pause so many people signed this open letter being like this should not be live yet everyone take a six month pause they said it to Sam he was like I don't see the point in pausing but he himself was like heavily concerned yeah. that they could be twisted that they could the, be used the pace for of very the bad things here is pretty extraordinary I mean I'm sure people you know whose whose job it is to know this stuff knew, knew this was this was coming but for the public I mean it almost appeared to happen 
overnight. And anyone who's tried using the AI, the, the chat GPT, these things, kind of things, like it is an extraordinary uh, development. I remember I did this thing, re, a project where we got JFK to talk by breaking down previous things of his speeches, got him to deliver a speech that he never made. And at the time, I remember people saying to me, oh, could you not do a hologram as well? It's like, no, that's not possible. But literally within about two or three months, all these videos started emerging, these deep, deep fakes of, of people being able to say things that they hadn't said. But there's the fact that there is such precedent of technology having unexpected consequences. Like if you look at SMSs, they started off as a, as a little tiny subsidiary part of what was available through the phone system and then fundamentally revolutionised how humans talk to each other in the Western mm. world. That's a very simple thing, the text message. This is machine learning of extraordinary power that is just getting unleashed. Yeah, Nobody else terrified. And you know, there's an, there's an AI girlfriend now on Snapchat that people can sign up to. And like, oh, where do you go? Snapchat. <laughs> and uh, so it's like you're talking to I hope your bank holiday weekend is going to be better than that now. But within the first couple of hours, they, loads of people were abusing her and like threatening to kill her and hurt her. And I was like, this, like humanity is so messed up on its own. Bringing robots in is not going to help. Like, it's just going to make things worse. Well, personally, in my opinion, I'm sure it'll all work out fine in the end. Ali Ryan, like entrepreneur and founder of Ghost.ie, and Richie Oakley, former Business Post editor, and uh, now at the PR firm Murray Group. Guys, thank you both very much. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.